Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we are going to be discussing the previews and predictions for this 2022 NFL Week 2. Now, Week 1 was definitely very interesting. We saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely dismantle the Dallas Cowboys. We saw Baker Mayfield not necessarily get his revenge against the Cleveland Browns and just so much more action. And I fully expect this week two to be even as even as good if not better so anyway guys before we do begin you know talking about all this week two action that we have ahead of us i do want to first talk a little bit about anchor.fm's monthly supporter program it's only 4.99 a month it helps me just better the quality of the podcast better pretty much just everything i do it allows me to better it for you guys so if you're interested in checking it out i'd highly suggest doing it but it's not required i'm not telling y'all you have to do it to listen to me I simply appreciate y'all showing love and support by just checking out every single episode. But anyway, guys, like I said, I don't want to waste your time, so let's get right into today's episode. Now, on this NFL Week 2, the first matchup we have on Thursday Night Football is going to be the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this game is going to be an absolutely amazing game. You have two absolutely young stars at quarterback and Justin Herbert for the Los Angeles Chargers and Patrick Mahomes at quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Kansas City just got a just got off a very offensively dominant game against the Arizona Cardinals where they literally put up 44 points and barely allowed 20 for the Arizona Cardinals and then on the opposite side Los Angeles just got off a win against a very talented Las Vegas Raiders team. So this should be a very interesting matchup. I think Kansas City will probably pull out the win due to the fact that they'll have home field advantage behind them. But expect big numbers from both Patrick Mahomes and the uh, and uh, Justin Herbert, despite Keenan Allen potentially not playing in this game. So anyway, let's move on to Sunday. And now Sunday... We've got a decent amount of games to talk about, so I don't want to, you know, waste y'all's time, so let's get right into it. Now, the first matchup that I want to talk about is going to be the New York Jets taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central on CBS. I really don't really know what to tell y'all that much. Now, Cleveland, you know, once again, they don't have Deshaun Watson for the first 11 weeks of the NFL season, so... That definitely is going to hurt them a little bit. But Nick Chubb just got off a fantastic week against the uh, Carolina Panthers where he rushed for over 100 yards. And then to not add on top of that, the New York Jets just got absolutely destroyed by the Baltimore Ravens. They allowed 27 points. And Lamar Jackson threw all over that New York Jets uh, defense. So this should be definitely an easy win for Cleveland. I mean, New York, this will probably be another rebuilding year. Zach Wilson, once again, will not be playing for the ne- for the next about three weeks. So Joe Flacco will be starting for them. So I definitely would take the Browns in this game, probably by at least a touchdown or so. Now the next game I want to talk about is going to be the Washington Commanders traveling up to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Now this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. And honestly, this might actually be a pretty solid matchup. Now, I know saying that about two years ago, you'd probably be looking at me funny. But, I mean, seriously, Washington just got off a very solid win against Jacksonville last week. Carson Wentz honestly did not have a bad game at all. Uh, Washington's first-round pick, Jahan Dotson, had his first two ever NFL touchdowns in his first ever career game. One of those being the game-winning touchdown. So, I definitely expect Washington to potentially give this Detroit Lions defense some fits, but at the same time, Detroit's defense played pretty solid against a very good Philadelphia Eagles offense. So, 
I mean, their offense is going to be nothing crazy for the Lions, but the defense this year, honestly, is very solid for the Lions. But I would definitely take Washington in this game, probably by at least a field goal, maybe a touchdown at most, if Carson Wentz is able to continue to kind of steadily increase his passing game and be able to be able to kind of be his MVP form, Carson Wentz, if y'all remember back in 2017. But anyway, the next game that we have on the agenda is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. This game will be at 12 p.m. Uh, Central Time on Fox. Not too much to say about this game. Now, New Orleans, they did have a very good comeback win against the Atlanta Falcons. You know, no shocker, the Falcons choking another lead. <laughs> but in all seriousness, Jameis Winston looked very good. Michael Thomas, who was finally back after dealing with what seems like injuries for the past two years. He had a phenomenal game against the Falcons. So the Saints offense is definitely back. You know, there's a kind of a huge question mark about their defense. You know, they lost C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I mean, they did get Tyron Matthew, but there's just a couple holes on the defense that definitely need to be addressed. But on the flip side, Tampa Bay, who just got off, I wouldn't say a dominant week one game against the Dallas Cowboys, but they definitely shut up a lot of the critics that were saying that Tampa Bay would not be that great because they would they absolutely obliterated my Cowboys. But anyway, Tom Brady will probably have another, I don't know. I don't want to say he's going to have an amazing game because it always seems like Tom Brady struggles against the Saints despite, you know, for some reason just, I don't I don't know. I Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if we potentially saw the Saints upset the Buccaneers in this game. It, it might sound crazy to y'all, but for some reason, it seems like Tom Brady's kryptonite here in the past two years has definitely been the New Orleans Saints, but... Once again, their defense has been very solid so far this season in Tampa Bay. That defensive line with Akeem Hicks, Shaquille Barrett, I mean, dude, it's just a monster to be reckoned with. And then not to add on top of that, the guys right behind the defensive line and Devin White and then Levante David have been already so amazing this year. So, yeah, this is definitely going to be a great game to watch. If y'all are definitely in the region, you should definitely be checking this one out because this will probably end up being one of the better games of the weekend. But anyway, guys, the next game that we're going to talk about is going to be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. And this will be the Carolina Panthers traveling up to MetLife Stadium to take on the New York Giants. Oh, boy. Um, New York, we'll talk about the Giants a little bit. You know, they just got off a very solid week one win at Tennessee, a game that a lot of people had them losing. Uh, Saquon Barkley, who was finally healthy, he absolutely exploded with 160-plus rushing yards. And I could definitely see him possibly running like that again against a defense that is probably worse than Tennessee's. No offense to Panther fans, but, I mean, besides Derrick Brown, y'all's defensive line is really non-existent. You could say Yatir Gross Matos, but he hasn't really taken the step that he's need to ever since his rookie year. And I definitely think this is, this is going to be a game that the Panthers will probably struggle with. Now, I do think Baker Mayfield, you know, the new Carolina Panthers starting quarterback, he'll have a pretty solid game. You know, he struggled early against the Cleveland Browns last week. But I think this will definitely be a bounce a bounce back game for him. But I do I do definitely think the Giants will uh, take this game away from the Carolina Panthers, probably by I'd say a touchdown at very 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 most. But overall, I think it'll be a good game. But once again, it's going to be one of those where defense is just not going to be a huge factor at all. Now, anyway, the next game that I want to talk about is going to be at 12 p.m. Uh, Central Time on CBS, and this will be the New, New the New England Patriots traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Patriots, who just got off a very embarrassing Week 1 loss to the Miami Dolphins, and yes, I say embarrassing because they just offensively could not do jack against Miami's defense. And then on the flip side, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who somehow managed to end up beat 
just end up beat, beating the Cincinnati Bengals despite Cincinnati literally missing what seemed like 45 field goals that, that should have won them the game, but instead it gave Pittsburgh life as they would eventually kick the game-winning field goal. But overall, I like what I saw from Mitchell Trubisky week one. He looked very solid. He wasn't making a lot of the same passes we saw him make when he was with Chicago. I mean, that offense looks electric. Deontay Johnson looked very solid. Chase Claypool looked very good, especially on a lot of uh, jet sweeps. And the defense, they forced Joe Burrow to have five turnovers on the day, four of those being interceptions. So this should be a game that I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will absolutely dominate. And I think this will be a game that Mac Jones, and if he's back from his back injury, that uh, Mac Jones and the, New England, and the New England Patriots will absolutely struggle. So I would definitely take the Pittsburgh Steelers by a touchdown and a field goal. So probably about 10.5 because... I mean, that Pittsburgh Steelers defense just looks so, and I mean, just so good in that first game at Cincinnati. Now, anyway, the next game that I want to talk about is going to be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS, and this will be the Cincinnati, uh, not the Cincinnati Colts, <laughs> this will be the Indianapolis Colts traveling down to Jacksonville, Florida to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the Colts that just came off a very disappointing week one tie, so they didn't lose, they didn't win, but they tied with the Houston Texans, who overall they should have blown out, you know, with all the offseason additions that the Indianapolis Colts got with guys like Matt Ryan from the Falcons. They also went out and got Yannick Ngakwe from the Las Vegas Raiders. They went out and got Steve, uh, Stephon, Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore, the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year. You know, there's a lot of huge expectations for the Colts, and they definitely disappointed in their Week 1 matchup. And on the flip side for Jacksonville, a lot of people definitely didn't expect them to beat Washington. They didn't beat them, but... I mean, they did not look bad at all. There definitely was a lot of, you know, good signs. Their uh, first overall pick, Walker, he had a amazing interception against Carson Wentz. And the defense, you know, despite them not being filled with a bunch of talent, they looked pretty solid against a, in my opinion, a very good Washington offense. So it'll be interesting to see how both of these teams match up. But I would fully expect probably Indianapolis to come away with about a touchdown lead. Now, the next game they're going to talk about in the final game of the early afternoon slate, it'll be the Miami Dolphins traveling up to Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Uh, Central Time on CBS, and this will definitely probably be either the matchup of the uh, either the matchup of the weekend or it'll be one of because both of these teams have high-powering offenses with Lamar Jackson on Baltimore and Tyreek Hill for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, we saw what Tyreek Hill brought to that Miami offense on week one as he went for 80-plus receiving yards. He definitely definitely is going to be an impact player alongside former first-round pick uh, Jalen Waddle, opposite of him. So I definitely expect Miami to put up some numbers. Nothing against Baltimore's defense because they are still a very solid defense, but, I mean, this high-powering offense of Mike McDaniel, the new Miami Dolphins head coach, just looks so good in that first week against New England. Then on the flip side for Miami, their defense also dominated against the offense of New England that, I mean, I didn't expect them to be, you know, just points after points after points after points, but you at least expected them to be able to kind of put up something, and they really didn't be behind definitely the young secondary of guys like Javon Holland, Xavier Howard. I mean, that secondary looks so good for Miami. And I definitely think this might give Lamar Jackson some fits, despite you know him blowing out the New York Jets last week. And I mean, we all know the New York Jets really don't have anyone in their secondary, but I think Lamar could potentially be able to beat the Miami Dolphins with his run game. But it's gonna be it's gonna definitely be interesting to see who wins this matchup. But 
I know I know I definitely sound crazy about this, but I definitely would take Miami in this game. Now, anyway, to kick off the late afternoon, early evening slate of games, we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to L.A. to take on the L.A. Rams. Now, this game will be at 3.05 p.m. Central Time on Fox. And this is kind of a huge game for the Rams because they just came off a very disappointing week one against the Buffalo Bills who just absolutely showed them up. I mean, they allowed the Bills to put up 31 points on a defense that a lot of people thought was going to be arguably the best in all of the league. They went out and got Bobby Wagner. They re-signed Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. I mean, it just did not look good. Jalen Ramsey did not look good. Bobby Wagner looked okay. Aaron Donald, I mean, I think Buffalo pretty much knew they just had to get the ball off quick as heck just in order to kind of eliminate the threat of Aaron Donald, and that's exactly what they did. And then to add on the flip side for the Los Angeles Rams, their offense outside of Cooper Cup was just non-existent. Matthew Stafford, who I feel like is still kind of dealing with a lot of that those uh, injuries, that shoulder injury, but it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. Hopefully Cam Akers can finally get some rushes in as well because he once again was very non-existent in that week one matchup against Buffalo. So it's going to be a very interesting game. I think they should easily beat the Atlanta Falcons who – absolutely choked against the New Orleans Saints last week. Now, Cordell Patterson absolutely ran over the New Orleans Saints uh, defense. Marcus Mariota had himself a pretty solid game. So it'll be a fun game to watch, but you should definitely take the L.A. Rams to win this game. Now, anyway, the next game that we have will be the Seattle Seahawks traveling to San Francisco to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Now, this game will be at 3, 3.05 p.m. Central Time on Fox. And, I mean... I don't know really what to say too much. Uh, you know, the 49ers, they had a very disappointing week one loss to the Chicago Bears, who a lot of people thought they should have easily beat, especially with now that them having their former uh, number three overall pick, Trey Lance, at the helm, getting, you know, being this uh, signal caller. So I just, I think this is a game that Seattle should, not Seattle, that uh, I think San Francisco should easily run away with. So I would definitely bet my money on San Francisco to win this game. Now, anyway, the next game that we have in our late afternoon, early evening slate will be the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Arlington, Texas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this game will be at 3.25 p.m. on CBS. I mean, this game is going to be very interesting because not only did Dallas have a very bad week one, Cincinnati, who just came off a Super Bowl appearance last season, they had a horrifyingly bad week one. Now, you could say, well, Jamar Chase played very good. A lot of the receivers played good. Yeah, they did, but the guy that was throwing them the football played absolutely horrible. Joe Burrow pretty much should have had five interceptions, but one of them got called back. So he had four interceptions on the day with one fumble, so five five total turnovers. Just was not a great day, especially for Cincinnati and their kicker, Evan McPherson, because he just seemed to not be able to kick a field goal or a PAT to save his life. So this will be a very interesting matchup. And then on the flip side for the Dallas Cowboys, they just lost uh, Dak Prescott to a hand injury. Uh, their starting safety, uh, J. Ron Curse, he's I think he's out with some type of leg injury. And just overall, this Dallas Cowboys team just got, I mean, they just lost all type of fundamentals. They just lost any type of knowledge about football. And I think Cincinnati will probably walk all over this pretty, pretty, I say pretty inexperienced uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, defense and definitely the secondary because Jamar Chase, you know, despite Trayvon Diggs having an all-pro and Pro Bowl season last year, he looked very rough in, against, in week one against Tampa Bay. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how that matchup of uh, Chase and Diggs is week one when the Bengals and Cowboys meet up. But 
It hurts to say as a Cowboys fan, but I would definitely expect Cincinnati to take this game by at least a touchdown or more. Now, anyway, the next game that we have is going to be the Houston Texans traveling up to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos. Now, this game will be at 3.25 p.m. Uh, Central Time on CBS. Houston, despite them tying with the Indianapolis Colts last week, which a lot of people did not expect them to do at all, so huge shout-out to Houston. Lovey Smith for being able to tie against a team that should have blown them out. Their offense looked very solid. I know Damian Pierce didn't get the workload that I know a lot of fantasy owners wanted him to get, but you know, second-year quarterback Davis Mills looked absolutely fantastic, and I think he has a lot to build on against this Denver Broncos team. And then on the flip side for Denver, they looked very solid against the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson absolutely balled out, and I don't expect bigger things for him. So I do think Denver will probably win this game, but definitely do not expect the Texans to go down without a fight. Now the last game of our late afternoon slash early evening uh, slate of games, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Now this game will be at 3.25 p.m. Uh, Central Time on CBS. Now, both of these teams, which came off of very disappointing week one losses, I wouldn't say necessarily super disappointing for the Las Vegas Raiders as it was for the Arizona Cardinals, but Las Vegas, I know they expected a lot more out of Derek Carr, especially when they went out and got him, Devontae Adams, but as we saw, Devontae Adams absolutely massacred the secondary of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, so I'm only expecting him to probably do the same thing against a pretty weak Arizona Cardinals secondary, considering that... Byron Murphy is currently their starting cornerback, their QB1. So it's going to be a very interesting game to watch. I expect Derek Carr and Devontae Adams to put up huge numbers for the Vegas for the Vegas Raiders offense. And then on the flip side for Arizona, uh, Kyler Murray did not look that impressive week one against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now you could say it's because of the uh, front four of Kansas City with guys like Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and all that. But you have to remember that Las Vegas has equally, if not a better, defensive line the Kansas City with guys like Max Crosby Chandler Jones I mean it's just going to be an absolute if, if he plays anything like he did against Kansas City you should definitely bet all of your money on the money line for the Las Vegas Raiders so I'm gonna tell you this right now I full-heartedly expect Las Vegas to win this game I don't hate the Cardinals I don't have a grudge against them or anything like that but the fact that they don't have D-Hop Marquise Hollywood Brown looked very disappointing week one I just don't expect a lot out of this uh Arizona Cardinal offense and I just think Las Vegas their offense is just going to be very dominant against a pretty weak Arizona Cardinals defense now anyway to wrap up Sunday we actually have a pretty interesting rivalry game as the Chicago Bears travel to Green Bay Wisconsin to take on the Green Bay Packers now this game will be at 7 20 p.m. central time on NBC and Honestly, if Green Bay loses this game, I full-heartedly expect Aaron Rodgers to probably end up rioting because, excuse me again, after what was a pretty disappointing week one for a Green Bay offense that, you know, Aaron Rodgers talked talked so high, like heavily and highly about, it just, they absolutely flunked. They only put up seven points against Minnesota. Now, I know Minnesota, they have a pretty solid defense with guys like Patrick Peterson, Zadarius Smith, Harrison Smith. I mean, you got Eric Kendricks. I mean, they just absolutely dominated this Green Bay offense. So it's going to be interesting to see if guys like Roquan Smith and Eddie Jackson can do the same thing against Green Bay. And then on the flip side for uh, Chicago, they just came off a very surprising win against the San Francisco 49er team that no one had them beating. So 
I think Justin Fields is going to have a lot. Is definitely going to have a chip on his shoulder going into this game, especially into a game that is going to be a completely different story than last year. So, hopefully, and me personally, I want to see Justin Fields absolutely ball out because watching him at you know in high school and then at Ohio State, he's got a lot of talent, and I think if properly used, I think uh, the Bears could definitely have a chance in this game against Green Bay. But at the same time, it is being played at Lambeau Field. Home home field advantage is definitely a real thing at Lambeau, and I just think the Packers defense might be too much for this pretty weak offensive line of Chicago. So I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers in this game against the Chicago Bears. Now on Monday, instead of just having one game, we actually have two games. So we have a doubleheader on Monday night. Now the first game on, on this Monday night doubleheader will be at 6.15 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, and it will feature the Tennessee Titans traveling to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. Now, this game, this game, I, I can already tell you, Buffalo will 100% win. That offense is going up against a pretty weak, and I mean very weak secondary of Tennessee. And, I mean, I know they've got Bud Dupree, you know, but they did lose Harold Landry to a torn ACL, who was their best linebacker, so that definitely hurt them a lot. And then to add on top of that, Buffalo absolutely embarrassed one of the best defenses in the whole NFL in Los Angeles last week on Thursday. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to take the Bills by at least 10 in this game. I know the money line currently right now is minus 9.5 to Buffalo. And, I mean, honestly, Buffalo's defense as well was very dominant against a pretty high-powered Los Angeles Rams uh, offense with guys like Cooper Cub, Matthew Stafford, Cam Akers. I mean, it just... They pretty much shut them down, so I would expect Buffalo to absolutely run away with this game, especially with the home field advantage and the fans that Buffalo will be bringing on Monday night. And then to end the night at 7.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC, we have the Minnesota Vikings traveling up to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this game is going to be, in my opinion, probably the best game of the weekend. And I don't want to well, it's not necessarily the weekend, but you know, of week two, you know what I mean, but but anyway, Minnesota coming off a very impressive win against Green Bay in week one, they shut down that offense of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, the defense looked very good, Justin Jefferson, he had himself a day going for 180 receiving yards with, I think it was two, was it two, I think it was about two receiving touchdowns, and they just looked very dominant, Kirk Cousins looked very good as well, Dalvin Cook looked absolutely great as well. And then on the flip side for Philadelphia, despite some early struggles against the Detroit Lions, they eventually figured things out. Newly, a newly acquired wide receiver from Tennessee, A.J. Brown, had an absolutely fantastic day against the Philadelphia Eagles as he had 150-plus receiving yards. And I just expect big things out of the offense. But in my opinion, I think Minnesota will probably end up beating the Philadelphia Eagles in this game. I think the offense of Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook will just be too much for this Philadelphia Eagles defense despite having guys like Hassan Reddick. You know, they went out and got C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Saints. They currently, you know, they still have Darius Slay. I just think personally, this Minnesota Vikings offense is just not a team you want to mess with, and I think the Vikings will probably beat the Philadelphia Eagles in this game despite having the home field advantage. But um, but anyway, guys, I hope you all enjoyed this preview of the 2022 NFL Week 2 and predictions i'm still trying to work on a title that makes it sound pretty smooth i know they didn't sound the greatest but you get the gist of it it's the preview of week two in the nfl season so 
guys, I hope y'all look forward to this this week as much as I am. There's a bunch of great games, so make sure you're watching that. And also, make sure to go check out the College Football Week 3 preview that I've got coming out tomorrow on Thursday. It's an absolute banger, and make sure that y'all do check it out as I try to make sure to give y'all a bunch of in-depth analysis. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic rest of y'all's week. I'll see, I'll see y'all back here on Thursday, obviously, and I definitely look forward to seeing y'all back here on Tuesday for an NFL Week 2 recap. So peace, guys, and I'll talk to y'all later.